0: I'm Maddie.
1: I'm Ryan. And this
0: is The Mutant Ages, a show where we talk about every adaptation of the X-Men. And don't worry, everybody, Todd is back. (laughs) Todd is back on the show, baby. Welcome
1: back to talk about every adaptation of Mutant... Mythology, including Mannequin and Mannequin (laughs) 2 on the run. Tell me which one's your favorite
2: topic. Oh, no. (laughs) I had completely forgotten that the plot of the first Mannequin is that she was like an Egyptian. She's apocalypse. Holy shit. Yeah, right? (gasps) <gasps> she is an apocalypse
0: <laughs> she's an apocalypse she's, well she's one of the many apocalypses
1: <laughs> she's an apocalypse clone which it would check out with that the would have been a yeah. much better movie oh
0: god i guess i can't get out of watching mannequin and mannequin 2 if they're x-men adaptations i guess i'm stuck
1: they're also white <gasps> oh yeah no that's and that's that's my biggest takeaway for mannequin is it opens up in their ancient she's egypt white and, and they like Hey. Right, she's
2: just like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like a pharaoh or something. Uh, yeah. It's like so much fun. Oh my god, you guys, I'm actually an incarnation of the sky god Horus. Have you met him? Maddie's
1: about to call out X-Men Apocalypse <laughs> the movie right now
0: <laughs> I mean X-Men Apocalypse started with a white Blonde lady saving Oscar Isaac And then dying in the pyramid Yeah
1: it's the woman from Mannequin and then she Yeah that's her She didn't die that day she went and was cursed <laughs> Right and then her spirit went into A mannequin in the 80s and she lived in A department store and came to life yeah. at night Why is sure. that weird?
0: And then in the second <laughs> one there's like a medieval peasant girl Who gets cursed with a necklace and that happens I don't know why we're yes. talking about this Because I, I'd actually I, wait, did rather you like, talk like, about this episode I do know the plot of Mannequin 2 yeah. Ryan haven't watched it don't need to watch it all good on that okay um, we're watching the X-Men anime which is fantastic back
1: And also we're here to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. So anyway. <laughs>
0: that's, that's just always also there in the background. We're watching episode seven, I believe. It's called Betrayal.
1: No, it's Betrayal Shock. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know what
0: the second word was because the version oh. I'm watching doesn't have that. Yeah,
2: if for... For people who aren't watching along, the titles of every episode are a word in English and then an M dash and then Words in Japanese.
0: Yes. Which are translated in the versions that Ryan has. So he has like betrayal colon shock. Whereas I'm watching it on YouTube now because it has subtitles. And also the listeners can watch on YouTube if they would like to.
1: Are you like a subtitle person? Do you have to watch things a subtitle? Oh god, I cannot. And I
0: especially like them for this show because I transcribe the episodes, so that we know... I
1: can understand the transcribing, but I... Whenever... Because Katie does this, too, where she watches everything with subtitles on, and I'm like, I can't focus on the show. Like, it's Mm. different if I'm watching something that's in Japanese, and it's, like, subtitled. I'm like, okay, I don't know what they're saying, so I have to read this. Yes. And that I can do... I remember the first time... Okay, I... This is crazy, guys, but I remember when... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out. I went to go see that in theaters. Because like, I was in Mandarin in the theaters, yes, right? Yes, it was. It yeah, was. and like, it was subtitled, and I was like halfway through the movie, not even, it was like 30 minutes, and I was with Steph or whoever. It's like, I don't know if I can do this for an hour and a half, because mm-hmm. this is like a lot of multitasking and reading and watching what's happening at the same time. And thankfully anime since then has trained me to like get better at it, but I can't do it if it's both in English for some reason. No, I don't think that's
0: uncommon. Dina's mom is the same way. She really hates watching things with subtitles because she says it distracts her. Oh
1: God, it makes me crazy.
0: More evidence that you do have ADHD, Ryan, because she does, except I have whatever the opposite kind of ADHD is where I need the subtitles there because I can't concentrate on the show without the subtitles. So everyone's brain is broken here.
2: Film school did it for me too. You know, I spent... Two and a half years watching all sorts of ridiculous foreign films and languages that I don't speak. Of
0: course. So then you just got really used to watching subtitles. So I got really good at
2: reading subtitles, basically. And my hearing has always been like I had really bad tinnitus really early in life. Mm -hmm. So my hearing has always been a little off. Yeah. Is it in both ears or just one ear? Both ears.
3: Oof.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I, I have bad hearing in my right ear. It's not, so. I mean, it's
2: not it's not like I can't hear anything. I clearly just responded to something you said. But
1: Wait, can Todd even
2: hear me right now?
0: <laughs> uh, that would be a <laughs> shocking gonna- reveal if Todd hadn't heard any of the podcast or anything we'd ever said. It's
2: because I have been reading your minds Whoa, the whole time. Whoa, Emma Frost. Instead of hearing you. <laughs> Only if you go to northern Japan... You'll cease to exist, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. Oh, because I won't. I won't be able to hear you anymore. It'll just be you mouthing words into the distance. And I don't mm-hmm. know what Oh, I is, know. It, is it because of the dead zone? that Did the X-Men you know are that Northern on? Japan is a dead zone? Previously on the X Men, <laughs> every fifteen seconds on this fucking show. Yes,
0: that's actually a very important. Previously on the X Men, so in northern japan hasn't
2: been explained yet hasn't been
0: except it's extremely suspicious that at the center of this dead zone which the x-men are now investigating and which professor xavier isn't able to use his telepathic abilities to track anything within at the center of this dead zone there is a a cabin in the woods a horror movie cabin in the woods (laughs) inhabited by yui sasaki the uh, redhead older woman who is definitely the ex-girlfriend of Professor X and definitely just Moira McTaggart, Japanese version. And that's fine. Love it. Genuinely love it. Oh, the other previously on the X-Men thing is we did see Xavier attempting to email her at one point, And it said that the Sasaki Institute didn't exist. And also Xavier's been having nightmares of a little boy whose face he cannot see. And that's going to come up in this episode as well, who that little boy is and what his deal is. Uh, what, well, what, else? Sort of. what else? We
1: sort of. We don't really fully know
2: well, what's happening we, with we that get yet. we got a pretty
0: big reveal about that kid.
2: <laughs> you, Yui works so hard to say that's not who he is, that it's clearly that's, that's who, who he it is. is.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, um, when the X-Men go to northern Japan to investigate this area, the Blackbird gets eaten by a snow monster and, like, encased in ice. <laughs> So they can't leave.
1: It's like a cum monster. It is all white.
2: Mm -hmm. It shoots up. That's that's coming. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) Yes, you did.
0: (laughs) And that's coming.
2: It is coming.
1: This is the Mutant Ages, everyone. This is like an (laughs) (laughs) NC-17 podcast.
2: (laughs) I wanted to bring up a stupid fact that happens even before the previously on the X-Men, though. Okay. If you did not notice, because you've been skipping it this whole time, the opening sequence changes this episode. Oh, I did not see I didn't that change. See that. So I
0: skipped it. So
2: the part up to like where Jean leaps at the camera tits first, like yes. that's the same <laughs> and stays the same. But like in episodes one through six, they transition from that to like Jean is the Dark Phoenix and showing Sublime and the U-Men. Mm-hmm. And instead, starting with this episode, they cut from Jean tits first to Yui.
0: Ooh, and then
2: Marsh and Rat, these two characters that we're going to meet this episode, and like that's the thing that anime does all the time. Actually, Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. that they'll subtly change. If you ever watch like old seasons of Sailor Moon, yep. They'll yeah. have, like, characters who show up as silhouettes before they've been introduced in the story, and then midway through the season, when they've been introduced, they'll add them in full color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought that was a nice. I think <laughs> it's a little weird to do it for a show that's only got, like, five more episodes in it,
1: but... Well, no, whatever, it's fine. I liked that when I watched the she remake, too, whenever it did the cast at the end of the opening titles. Oh, and they kept adding people? Yeah. And, and taking people away, depending on what happened. Like, at one point, when everybody, like, supposedly died, it was just, like, she and, like, one other person.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I thought that was cool, honestly. So I, I, can kind of, I respect that. Yeah, uh, That cool. they're updating along with their story. But
2: the, the important thing is that Jean crying does leap at the camera tits first every version. Uh, every time.
0: Every time. Every well, every because time. that's <laughs> equally important. I mean, honestly, we do have to listen to Jean say a sentence about the stars like 16 times in this episode in Flashback. That's her <laughs>
1: Final <laughs> Fantasy moment where it's like playing some cute yeah, really JRPG music. it's
2: totally and Cloud on it top is of the Tower. Yeah, and right? Though, <laughs> I know. She's just like, hey, Scott, if I'm Todd, ever in danger, and will her name you is come isn't save Tifa, me? it's Tifa. Tifa,
3: <laughs> Yuffie, <And>
2: Yuffie, <laughs> Yuffie, the Chevrolet heiress coming in
1: 2023, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Barrett, and Red X one one xlll or something
2: yeah i don't L-L. know what number he is red, red extra large okay for reference
1: to okay reference to the listeners the other day we found like a video of me like naming off final fantasy characters when i was 13 and mispronouncing and, like, them I, of course all of them because <laughs> i did not know I what mean, they were called i
2: did okay so i, I, I poked that, fun though. at ryan about yeah. it and then i felt terrible because it made it sound like i was legitimately making fun of him no it, it
0: didn't Todd, you were too kind. Todd, it didn't sound that way at all. I sent you a video
1: of me at 13 being smacking like my, slapping smacking my Smacking his butt. ass saying,
0: I'm Tiffa. I think you get to say whatever you want in response to that, first of all. <laughs> like,
1: I'm putting that shit out there. Come on. <laughs> all right. So
0: that'll be on the Patreon anyway. Oh, let's oh start Jesus. The episode. All right. All right. Well,
1: fine. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Maddie, you have to say your life. Are we starting for real? You got to say, I'm Maddie.
0: Yeah. I'm Maddie. And by I'm the way.
1: Ryan. Uh-oh. This is the mutant ageist. <laughs>
0: Boo! Boo. So, uh, the X Men have ended up at this cabin in the woods, and uh, that's really all we need to know. So, Yui Sasaki is being the most suspicious person in the entire universe. She's this. Moira McTaggart, For
1: real. She is Moira McTaggart. She is
0: Moira McTaggart, and she okay. So, she, again, this conversation is picking up right in the middle of a conversation. So, like the first line is Yui responding to the X Men having described a bunch of weird shit that's been happening in this area in northern Japan. And she's like, well, I've never heard of any of that.
1: Yeah, okay, bitch. Which,
2: which is insane. Because one of the things that she's talking about is the river <laughs> full of fish they
0: found last week. Yes!
3: She was
2: like- I love that like, they're flying along and Aurora's just like, okay, river looks fine. And then they cut immediately to like a football field-sized field of dead fish. Yeah, and it's she's like okay insane you know what? number never of f- mind. dead fish. I she the problem. Okay,
0: it's like 10,000 dead fish stacked on top of each other. And Aurora's like, huh, Got it. I know.
1: <laughs> and then like Yui's talking about it and she's like, I didn't know- notice anything weird happening here. I mean, fish die, don't they? And yeah. We're like,
0: <laughs> she does say that. <sighs> and she's like, and everybody suspects mutants are behind it. I'm surprised you jumped to the same conclusion. Seems like she's some so internalized <laughs> anti-mutant bias among you mutants. And everybody's like, wait, what?
2: <gasps> she's just like, oh, wow. I didn't know that you gays were so anti-gay. Yeah, that's, that's literally weird what she says.
1: I thought she was going to poison them with this tea. Yeah, Still. she
0: doesn't though, as far as we know. And so then Beast is like these were not naturally occurring phenomena doctor. With everything we've learned about this area so far, it's only logical to suspect that. And Yui just interrupts him and she's like well, I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry, whatever. Anyway, so cool that Hisako's an X-Men now. So I guess this is the other part we should talk about. So Hisako is the, the teenage girl who's on the team now and she, having walked into this cabin, is suddenly getting the these weird memories of having gone to the Sasaki Academy as a kid. But prior to walking into this cabin, she had no memory of that. And even now she's like, I can barely remember what happened. What the fuck is up with that? And that's really weird. And Hisako keeps going back to that as any normal person would. And in her response here, she's like, the professor asked me about the Academy. I told him I couldn't really remember much. (laughs) And this is Yui being again, insanely suspicious. She like drops the ax suddenly and is like, Charles asked.
1: Okay. It's really funny. She's like, Charles
0: asked about the Academy.
1: I mean, professor Professor Xavier, Xavier.
0: like that's a normal series of events to occur where it's like she knows his first name and is using it and then is like um anyway is professor Xavier coming not that I want him to but, but like um, remember
2: that conversation we had the last episode I was on mm-hmm. where like Hisako keeps referring to Emma as Emma just her first name
0: yes yes and
2: isn't referring to other people that way because calling someone by just their first name yeah. in Japanese is very familiar so like i don't know that they intended that because the 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 subtitles are the dub script, so I can't remember what she says in Japanese. But if she literally calls him just Charles with no honorific.
0: Yeah, I, th- I bet, she, like does. 10, I bet she does. I 10,000 times
2: more suspicious. Because Emma calls like, it out yeah. later.
0: I mean, I notice it yeah. even as an American because it would be very strange for her to for call her him to just Charles, Charles. Instead of
2: Professor Xavier. Exactly.
0: Right. Um, and it is weird and it makes you go, oh, wow, they must know each other. And Emma calls it out later. That
2: and the three second tight shot we get on Emma's eyes after she does. It.
0: Yeah. Or Emma's like, what <laughs> the Emma's fuck? Just like, huh. Emma is all of us in this, in this entire episode. And also in the show where she's <laughs> oh, like, what so the good. fuck
2: is
1: going on? I love Emma Frost. <laughs>
2: Even Hank was suspicious. Like when, when he well, yeah. says, "Doctor, these aren't normal occurrences." Yeah. There's like a strong note in his voice of like, "Bitch, where is your PhD yes. from? This? <laughs> University
0: of Phoenix, baby, <laughs> yeah. Xavier's, Xavier's University, University of Phoenix. Dark
2: Phoenix. I got my degree online. Yeah. I mean, there
1: was the Gene Gray Higher Institute of Learning, but I was going to say this checks out because and Emma are. BFF, yep. like, canonically. And they're the and smart they're ones, the ones in this that are scene. For they sure are the smart ones. They're yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, so.
0: like, Scott and Logan are both kind of dumb, and Hisako is a kid, so she's excused, and also is being pretty smart here by continuing to press on the point that is weirdest about the situation, which is her... Memory memories back.
1: her memories her, her mem- memories okay. <laughs> Logan isn't even here to wait, Logan is here and he's not screaming it but they still managed to put this into the show where somebody yes. has lost their memories. This is this
2: is when we find out that Hisako was in Weapon X and Ryan stops watching the show. <laughs> and no, I'm sure that's going to be the entire Wolverine anime that we're about to watch. So probably <sighs> I haven't seen it. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then then eventually we're going to watch Logan and we're going to see Wolgan <sighs> fight Logan, which I will not get.
0: Are you excited for Cyclops to fight Cyclops in this episode? Because that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that does happen. happen. Well,
2: air quotes fight. Yes. But yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I actually like that scene. But anyway, so um, Yui Sasaki's like, "Uh, so is Professor Xavier going to come here? And Cyclops is like, no, he left the investigation to us. And Yui's like, I see. By the way, I'm going to call her Yui just because it's faster. But I know, I know yeah. it's very insulting. I just, I, I don't want to have Wait, to call no, her
2: Doctor no, no, no. Sasaki oh, every I fucking time. I didn't bring that up for that reason. I know, Sorry, I'm just saying I just, for the listeners. Why would we not call her Yui? Everyone else calls her Yui. Who knows? I well, don't know. okay, that's not true. Most of them call her. Dr. I call Sasaki. her Doctor
1: Sasaki. That's what I wrote it in my notes as Doctor Sasaki. She's
2: not real. She won't care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. There's fair. my
0: explanation. Okay. I'm gonna call her that bitch even though it's insulting and I hope that's, that's okay with everyone. It.
2: That bitch um, over yeah, there that's, I mean, accurate I also love that she's like, would Professor Xavier be coming here and I'm like, do you know anything about the X-Men? When was the last time Charles Xavier left that mansion?
0: Okay, but I think he is about I to leave the is. mansion at the end okay, of yeah.
2: the episode. Spoilers, yeah, spoilers he happen, does. So. Yeah. Like that's the bit that happens at the end of the episode. But you
0: are right Todd, in terms of previously on the X-Men information, this version of Xavier seems Very agoraphobic and anxious as fuck.
2: Yeah, pretty homebound. Although
0: we don't know why, but
2: I would guess it has something to do with
0: the breaking up of the X Men. I mean, I like that they don't explain all of that, and that Xavier's like a weird, sad, shut in in this show. I actually kind of like him as a person on this show, which is crazy. He is a
1: weird, shut in, sad person anyway. Even the comic books, and that's That's why he's so. But he's not taking
0: it out on other people on this show. He's kind of just like
1: not yet. So maybe if there was a season two of this, he would have time. But. (laughs)
2: I am so excited for you guys to get through this show. Oh, my God. I don't
1: trust any version of Charles Xavier. But I, do,
2: I agree. God. I think this is probably the most likable version of Xavier that you absolutely will find in any is. X-Men thing ever. I think
0: it is. So far, it absolutely is. Um, yeah. So, uh, by the way, the subtitles say that Emma says this, but I actually think Storm is the one yeah. who asks, what exactly is the Sasaki Academy? Uh, and Yui says, we were never as big as the Xavier Institute, but... Like it, we took in young mutants and educated them, gave them a sense of security. And Logan's like, so are you gay or what? (laughs) And Yui's like, nope. And Storm is like, but you went to all this trouble to help mutants? And Yui is like, yeah, I guess I've always been a bit of an idealist. I wanted to provide a safe haven for those whom society had cast out.
2: She she flips her hair over her shoulder. I've always been just like super nice, I guess. I don't know what's weird about that. I've always been like
0: an ally. (laughs) I don't know, this was the moment where I feel like I started posting in Slack being like, this bitch is Moira McTaggart. This bitch is
2: suspicious. And
0: I mean that in the most insulting possible way. I don't trust her at all and so she's like i guess i overestimated my abilities and cyclops is like so you shut it down shut down the school that is and uh yui is like yeah now i use the facility for medical research into mutant physiology can you get any more suspicious than this by the way i love
2: i know and i love that the show is like it's not even attempting to hide it. Like the show no, was no. very deliberately written to be like, this bitch is hiding something. And it's also yeah. like,
0: that's a very weird thing to do as a non-mutant. Like they've already established in the previous episode, Beast- Uh, interfacing with these other mutants, being visibly a mutant himself, helping them treat the virus, them being comforted by him. And then to have this, like, weird human doctor lady who's like, IDK, I'm just, like, really into mutants and, like, how crazy they are.
1: Uh, Sounds like Moira McTaggart to me.
0: Yep. But it's almost like she's trying to get rid of the mutant gene in herself or in others because she's a fucked up conversion therapy, bitch. I don't know. I hate it. (laughs) So anyway, Hisako comes back in and she's like. Uh, so why can't I remember any of friends I had at the Academy? Because I must have had friends. And it's like really funny that Hisako just won't let it go. And she's like, I know we're not talking about this anymore, but I need to quickly interrupt and say, once again, it's insane that I can't remember the entire school I attended.
2: It is insane that it she is. can't remember. Like,
0: I am 110% on her side. It's so weird. Oh, and yeah. it is like, I okay, know. so Yui brainwashed this poor little girl. and Oh,
1: what? <laughs> I just realized something. She's about to talk about this boy that she remembers, yes, and yes, Dr. Sasaki's yes. like, I don't remember anything, but is this like the same boy that Xavier's seen? I assume so.
0: I assume so. Todd, I just Todd put that together
2: right now in not real gonna. time. I
1: know the answer, yeah. and I'm not going to Two and two together, right now. Yeah, so That's why so I what screamed. Ryan
0: is referring to—it was like for a while—is because
1: you guys are talking. And I'm sitting there, like oh, the wheels are turning my head, and I like am <laughs> half paying attention, like putting this together. And it's like I suddenly remember on the podcast. I'm like, oh, and
2: truly, I truly love the image of like the cutaway of Ryan's head with the little like Tim Burton style clockwork gears, like literally <laughs> yeah. rotating in there.
0: Yep, one slips uh, yep. into
2: place and you hear him go oh. <laughs> <laughs> the neurons connected. that guys. is kind
0: of how the mystery unfolds on this anime in a good way like I actually really like that they set up all these different clues and then you kind of have to put them together yourself it's really yeah, fun yeah one
1: of the cool things about this is that it is very much like a mystery yes, like a yes. law and order a episode where you're kind of moving slowly a, a little like bit of a a horror horror fucking love this horror thriller it's it like is. it has something for all of us yeah, it's got some anime mysteries. for Todd it's got like <laughs> Mysteries for Maddie. It's got Emma's tits. That's for all of yeah, us. It's got Emma's tits. That's it's for everybody. It's got horror for me. <laughs> Ghostface and Knuckles are
2: there. You know.
0: My By Ghostface and Knuckles, do you mean Rat and Marsh?
2: Rat and Marsh. <laughs> that
0: kind of yes.
2: <laughs> The thing about Yui being so suspicious is that I'm like, if this had happened on like X-Men TAS or something, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be subtle at all. They made her suspicious, but we don't know what about yet. Right? Yes. And yeah. if it had yeah. been on TAS either... She wouldn't be suspicious at all and then suddenly would be like, actually I'm Magneto, like 50% of the way through the show. <laughs>
0: yes, yes.
2: Like whipping off her cape or what or some shit.
0: Or or she would have been evil instantly. Like, yeah. you know, Senator Kelly or Trask or whatever. Yeah,
2: right. Like they would have instantly shown us all of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, but this
0: is not. It like would have been like a
2: poker face episode where they show us the murder before anything else happens. Why did I make that reference?
0: Because <laughs> you're watching I don't it. Know. I just I was just watching. It last night, uh, but yeah, this this show is really dragging out the mystery in a way that I think is really fun and makes it a thriller and also a much more adult show. And I don't mean that in the sense that it's like violent or something. I just mean you actually have to follow it, and a kid maybe wouldn't necessarily be able to. It,
2: it requires some sophistication when it comes to like yes. interpreting stuff. Yes,
0: yeah. yes, yes. Uh, so Hisako s- remembers suddenly that she did have a friend. As she's talking, she's like, oh, there was a boy a little smaller than me. Remember him? It's so weird how fuzzy it all is in my head. But you remember him, right? And Yui dramatically puts her teacup down into the saucer and pauses for like 10 seconds and then goes, I really don't. I had so many children under my care. It's impossible to remember them all. (laughs) Huge lie, by the way. My mom's a teacher. She's worked with a thousand kids. She remembers all All of of them. them. (laughs) So I was like, you're lying, bitch. You're lying. You're lying, (laughs) lying, lying, lying. Um, And then we get this shot of Hisako. like.
2: Bullshit under
1: her breath. I don't think that all teachers remember that, but Maddie's mom would. Well,
0: but Ryan, there's no way she had so many students she couldn't remember. There aren't that many mutants Mutants. in the world. Exactly.
1: That's true. That's true. I mean, she murdered them all. I mean, what
0: happened anyway? I love it. I love all this dialogue. (laughs) So then the door opens and three people with lab coats walk into the room, and we're gonna have to learn all their names.
1: Okay. This is really funny because one of them. One of the lab people is like Sunfire X Men. You even yes. teamed up with Sunfire, who is like yeah. the Japanese X Men, which is that funny was that the cute they, though. They did a call out to that. Yeah. I thought it was cute too. Oh, he's in. Wait, he he shows
2: up later, doesn't he?
0: Does Sunfire show up on the show?
2: Yes, he does. Yeah. There. Okay, I'm going to spoil something now, but it's not like a big thing. In the final episode, whatever it is that's fucking happening here, like capital F, capital H, fucking happening in this entire show, starts to happen all over the world. Okay.
0: Wow. And there is a
2: montage of different mutants in different cities. Addressing it, and in that montage, yeah, and one there of them is, is Sunfire, a scene where right? Sunfire is doing something. I guess. Oh,
0: that's fun!
2: All so right. when he shows up, that's how, that's what happens. That it's it happens in the final episode. I.
1: I, wait, I...
2: Why? Today, <laughs> Did I you like... remember no details, but then mysteriously that stayed in your head? Yeah. No,
1: I saw like the first couple of episodes with my ex and he watched all of it without me. And then I was home with day he was watching the finale. And I apparently remember parts of that. Yeah,
0: because you remember Kurt is on the finale, right? Because I feel like you talked about
1: that.
2: He's in that same montage. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. Anywho. So there's three people. Koichi Kaga is like kind of a brown guy with a goatee. Uh, Jun Sonata is like a pale, black-haired, messy black-haired guy. Wait,
1: do we actually need to know their names? Like, aren't they going to die? Probably. And
0: then Riko Nirasaki <laughs> is the woman of the bunch. She's a brunette with pink lipstick on, and she's the one who's like, oh my god, you guys teamed up with Sunfire. I'm kind of a fangirl of the X-Men. I should point <laughs> out
2: that, like, the other two...
0: The two guys? Uh,
2: no, 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 no. Like, the guy and the girl, the brown-haired ones, that look uh, look super plain, and then Jun Sonata is just like baby Sephiroth? But with black hair, mm-hmm. and all I'm going to say is you should, you should, you should care that he was drawn a little more sophisticatedly than they yeah, were. Yeah, <laughs> because they're red shirts and they're about to die,
0: but he is evil. Wow. Who is an
1: evil here? Well,
0: He's a little suspicious. He's a little weird. Because he's the one who, like, is in the lab later and is like, I'm going to go off by myself. And Yui's like, are you sure about that? And he's like, She's Bye. just like, don't let
2: anybody know that mutants exist. And he's just like, <laughs> oh, my God, fine, bitch. Whatever. And walks out. Okay, I forgot about that. But that's, I don't know when
1: that is. That's not right now.
0: For now, he's just the sexy one. <laughs> uh, so, Logan kind of looks over the doctors and is like is this everyone who works here and yui's like yup and the reason why these these doctors all walked in here or med students I actually don't know if they're doctors who gives a shit they're wearing lab coats um they walked in because they were getting uh dr sasaki for a meeting and they were like why are you late to this meeting and she's like you three start without me and they're like okay and they all three leave
1: that's our entire staff by the way there aren't more people
0: allegedly
1: they allegedly. all died they were all turned into monsters her
0: entire staff was turned into the snake on the ceiling that attacks her at the end of the episode this
1: is the umbrella corporation <laughs> basically okay but like it, kinda is, it kind of is it kind of is
3: it
2: kind of is though that's what I am saying
1: they're like on the mansion up top where everything's normal and there's like she does say the labs are like under underground yeah!
2: like facility it's like, Logan Logan says is this everybody and <laughs> Yui very suspiciously is like oh yeah totally no this is absolutely everybody and Logan like pouts like he he literally turns the signs, just like. Well, it's that's fine. because later he's, well, he, doesn't yeah, he doesn't believe her, her. Because later
0: he's like, "I smelled somebody yeah. else there," yeah, and so she was lying for sure. It's yeah. just
2: very funny that he spends the rest of the he spends the rest of the scene like looking at the ceiling, looking at the floor, being all pouty, and Aurora was <laughs> just staring at him the whole time, going, "What." <laughs> 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 why Why are you being so weird about this and he just doesn't say anything yeah classic Logan not communicating he could, could have been
1: like I'll tell you later but instead like Aurora's like something seriously clearly up with like you. how like, could you be and he's like
2: no I don't want to be suspicious in front of <laughs> Yui well guess what she's so suspicious that she wouldn't notice <laughs> okay
0: but that too yeah it's like every single person it's is so suspicious good. the X-Men are suspicious the doctors are suspicious Yui's is suspicious it's like absurd but no one is paying attention to anyone else's Things because they're all so worried about being found out.
1: Yes, Scott's standing there, like looking at Jean's necklace, still being like (laughs) Jean.
0: We'll get to that. (laughs) Uh, So Yui tells the doctors to start without her, and they leave. And then Beast is like, "Okay, the weather looks like it's clearing up outside. Might be a good time to go check on the Blackbird." It was a pleasure meeting you, Doctor. I
1: thought this was like Beast just being like, "Uh, "Let's get the fuck out of here." But then he tells Emma, Scott, and Armor to stay, which I wasn't expecting. I thought Beast just loves just like. like, like, "Uh, (laughs) Well, this is fucking weird too. just
2: like okay we're gonna go check and see if we can get the car started how about you three fucking stay right here don't move scott
0: is so stupid scott is like wait why are you telling me to stay oh i get it and it's like why are you so bad at this
1: Uh, This is also where Scott asks where the rest of the facility is, and Doctor Sasaki is like, "It's underground." And
2: he's like, "It's a ten thousand floor building underground." There's like a bunch of hunters
1: and lickers down there. Yeah, there's zombies. Beautiful
0: little tiny wooden cabin.
1: It's fucking the Umbrella Corporation. That's how it always goes. It's like there's a beautiful house up top, and then underneath is like seven sub basements of like like, experiments
2: morgues we should also point out that like this is a cabin that is not like you know like a 10 minute walk from town
0: no like they are in the the middle middle of the fucking
2: wilderness they are out there just there is yep. nothing visible for miles in any direction and then there's just this little cabin it's the forest with yep. a 10,000 floor Bed-o? medical facility underground <laughs> it's underneath it insane. not at all suspicious
0: yeah so hisako is still whispering in the background like i remember the boy was about a year behind me and Yui's like, so, Hisako, you were in a public school, weren't you, before you manifested your powers? And Hisako's like, yeah, that's right. I used to come to the academy after my regular school let out. And Yui's like, so maybe this boy is from regular school. Like, he's probably not <laughs> even from here. And
1: It's probably not I, my child. I've definitely never
2: <laughs> met him before.
0: <laughs> it's like the worst lie ever. And Hisako just goes, I guess so. Like clearly not believing it. Yeah. And like it's well, not working.
1: Well, I love the animation here where they keep on having her rub her yeah. hands. Like she's clearly stressed out also,
2: about something, which is a very. Her hands, oh, no, wait, she actually yeah. talks about she she it later. She does. Right. She does. Where she's not, she's not just rubbing her hands. She's got like a burn mark on it. Yeah. Well,
0: not, but at this point, I agree, Ryan, it looks like she's just nervous and rubbing her hands right. too. Right
2: well she no, probably no, is i mean i think i'm literally doing it me too <laughs> i am rubbing my right palm with my left thumb like a boy i'm
1: doing the same thing now well, because not. we're talking about it <laughs> maddie's, maddie's like, like i know what's wrong an an with idiot.
2: you two i'm yeah, guys, <laughs>
1: calm
0: down i'm clearly the yui sasaki of this podcast i'm That's fine true. okay <laughs> nothing but suspicious happening on. here guys <laughs> is is happening.
1: S- speaking of suspicious emma's like asking about Xavier Charles Xavier yeah. she's like so how do you know Charles Xavier and Dr. Sasaki's like IDK I don't I really remember anyway I gotta go to a meeting bye <laughs> and I'm
0: like she's like i feel like i met him like one time 15 years ago definitely don't know him i don't remember him and i won't be long and if you need me you can just call me on the intercom bye and when she walks out of the room she walks like really slowly she's
1: like still like in the doorway and the door is closing emma's like i don't believe that bitch (laughs) it's so funny It's so Emma, it's like the door shut. She's like, anyway, she's a bitch and she's lying. And we're like, okay.
0: Scott, Scott is the one who's against stupid and is like, I don't know, she seems fine to me. She doesn't seem like any more of a bitch than Emma is. Yeah,
1: I know. And Emma's like, yeah, but her story about knowing Professor Xavier was obviously bullshit, which she clearly knows him better than that. And Emma and Scott's like, ah, you're reading her mind without her permission, and Emma's like, "No, no dumbass, I was I just, just like, read the room. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, "I don't didn't actually have to read her mind in order to perceive that she clearly knew Charles better than that because of every single thing she said
3: in the previous
0: scene." And Scott is like, "This is why people hate mutants.
2: <laughs> this is why
1: women shouldn't work." Scott is perfect on the show.
2: Emma has this like Columbo style recounting of all of the tells that Yui had. You know, so that takes like a half a fucking hour because Yui's so suspicious.
0: Yeah, but also Scott wasn't paying any fucking attention, so he needs the Columbo recap of Emma being like, Okay, so remember when she called him Charles and then paused for like a full half hour and was like, Whoopsie doodle, Professor
2: Xavier. (laughs) (laughs) And of course Scott's answer is like, no.
3: Yeah, Scott's (laughs) like, I don't remember any any of that. that.
0: So then we take a little break from this scene and we go back to the Blackbird where Logan is like, okay, let's just pull it out. And Beast is like, this is encased in like 2,000 feet of ice, Logan. Do you really think we can just pull it out?
1: I'm sure he wants to pull out.
0: (laughs) And Logan is like, come on, Storm, crank up some sunshine and melt this stuff. And Storm is like, that won't work. Take a look. And she lifts up some snow.
2: I love how she holds up the handful of snow like it's self-evident. Uh, and Logan looks at it like, guys, it's fucking snow. No.
1: Wait. <laughs> you know what it is? And She's holding the cum with diamonds in her hand. It's a jack-off
2: crystal. <gasps>
0: It is a Jackoff crystal.
2: Oh, my God. They've they've stranded the X-Men by encasing their plane in a J-O orb.
0: Yeah, that is what happened. That is what happened. And and Logan's like, I don't know, it just looks like snow to me. And Storm is like, this snow doesn't melt. It's not even cold because it's a J-O crystal. And Hank is like, it has a crystalline-like mineralogical structure. Again,
1: this is like one of those scenarios I'm like, how is Mr. Sinister not... The villain of this the show like it's because
0: moira mctaggart is another pretty good x-men villain honestly that's
1: true but like the blackbird is covered in cum which is not really her deal but if you said it was a mr sinister i'd be like oh well that checks out Mm -hmm.
2: let me okay Mm -hmm. i want to rewind and say that sentence a slightly different way without right. <laughs> if what you was told me that Mr. Sinister had come all over the plane that would have made sense if Moira had done it that would have just been weird well I
0: don't think she did though because they keep referring to some other she monster didn't. no she didn't
2: I can tell you definitively she did not do it yeah so this okay. is
0: something else this isn't Moira and if you
2: ask her she's never heard of it before well okay <laughs> Whereas, like snow I've never heard of snow we don't know I don't, snow I don't even here. know what snow is like is snow <laughs> like snow Something you can
1: eat? Is it an edible? Like, is it? It's
2: Is snow coming here. Is he coming here? That <laughs> like, is snow, snow is... coming to town? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, Hank is like, I think I'd better contact the professor and have him send a backup jet. Which backup jet. I know! Okay. Also, it's really funny that. Okay, I was like, who's going to fly the backup jet? Is Xavier going to fly it? But it turns out that Xavier's just going to send the backup jet on autopilot. I know that's not really what happens, but it's just fucking hilarious to imagine a jet with no one inside flying through the sky. Like, that's so dangerous and insane. <laughs> insane. Like, insane. why would you do that?
2: The backup jet it's crazy. Trying to fly from New York to Japan. It gets over, like, I don't know, Alberta. Crashes into a, <laughs> crashes into, like, a <laughs> United a Airlines flight. A thousand people die.
0: Yeah. And Xavier's just like, whoops, better send the next backup <laughs> jet. like, I
2: can't tell them the plane's not coming because it's a telepathic dead zone in northern Japan.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it is very, x-men to just have xavier be like uh let me hit a button and send a jet over there like that's easy
1: i mean the jet's already flying around and nobody notices it anyway you know what i mean it's kind of like this is the yes, least of my it's worries. got
0: invisible tech on well, it in,
2: in fairness they actually based the blackbird on like a very real stealth plane called the blackbird that didn't actually get like used that way but it was a stealth plane
1: i mean yeah it wasn't flying around the planet every single day you know like Like,
2: the idea that there's a stealth jet that could fly from new york to japan without having to refuel is pretty funny (laughs) it is
0: it's very (laughs) funny so then we have this phone conversation with charles and hank where charles is like yui sasaki she's there and hank's like yes i thought you'd want to know professor and Xavier's like, it's all very strange. In any event, I'll send the backup jet at once. Because, <laughs> you know, that's easy peasy. I love how they
2: just have a backup jet in general. I know. Like,
0: Of course they do.
2: Of course they Xavier, do. Xavier's backup jet Grubhub call. <laughs> I <It's nice> used <laughs> to rent it.
0: Um, so then we have this crazy Skype call between Yui and Charles, which is like the most tense shit in the universe. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very well written. I actually love this scene. So Yui calls him. And she's like, hello, Charles. And Charles is like, Yui, I can't begin to tell you what a surprise this is. And she's like, really? So your friend showing up here is just a coincidence? And Xavier's like, I hear you've shut down the academy. And she's like, let's stop playing games, shall we? I just want to continue my research in peace. And Charles goes, how are the X-Men preventing you from doing that? and she goes i don't like you or anyone prying into my affairs i'd appreciate you getting your little team out of here as soon as possible or as todd put it come pick up your kids charles
2: <laughs> and charles is so baffled he's like what charles is, is
0: being very what nice is happening yeah. i
2: don't did i do yeah. something wrong and she's just like you did a shit ton of things wrong come Pick up your fucking kids. They are (laughs) ruining my house. You
0: owe me millions in child support, BT dubs. Didn't tell you (laughs) you had a child. I'm about to, though. Okay, so Charles goes, you know what's been going on there? The spike in mutant manifestations, the U men, this mysterious virus that attacks the mutant genome. all occurring in your vicinity. And Yui just goes, it's nothing to do with me, which is like, what? <laughs> really? Because it Such seems like it does. an obvious lie. <laughs> and like... Charles just goes, I'm not so sure of that. Something strange <laughs> has been happening. That area of Japan is telepathically blocked from me every time I try to connect. I see a young boy and his back is to me and I can never see his face, but I feel you hovering over him. What connection do you have to this boy? Are you hiding something? And she goes, this boy you're seeing is probably Takeo. And Charles is like, Takeo? And she goes, yes, my son, our son. And Charles is like, what the fuck? (laughs) we, We have a kid? And Yui's like, yes. And Charles is like, of course, that would explain why I'm drawn to him. And Yui's like, no, Charles, it's more likely you scan my mind at a moment when I happen to be thinking of Takeo. And Charles is like, I told you the area is blocked Did you from not I can't just scan hear
2: what shit. I said? <laughs> 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 She's just like, you clearly telepathically read my mind while I'm in the middle of the northern <laughs> telepathic death zone. He's just like, bitch. No. Could you think of a plausible lie even one time? No, she
0: absolutely <laughs> can't. She's like, I can't read suddenly. I have to go. Um, so she's like, you said yourself you never see the boy's face. What does that mean to you? He's gone, Charles. And Charles is like, I don't understand. What are you saying, Yui? Our son is dead? And this is so annoying. She goes, someday I'll tell you everything, Charles. I promise. But for now, please stop meddling in my affairs and abruptly hangs up on him. <laughs> she's like so i just told you the most absurd information ever but also please butt out bye and yeah, it's like it's do like you really think anyone's gonna butt out after that right no one would ever
1: i mean i just think about x-men evolution when we did the legion plot line yes. and xavier gets over there and finds out that he has a son and that version of xavier rolls and he's like where is he i can't believe you lied to me i'm gonna fucking slap you and gene and scott are like what's happening right <laughs> yeah, now this like, is like
0: the opposite of that where charles is like sobbing alone in his room like wow what the fuck is going on
1: i think he's obviously angry because there's that moment later where he's setting the blackbird and he pauses he's like fuck this it like yeah. rolls away so I
2: don't, I don't know that he's angry but i think he's upset Like that's for sure, and I would be. I think that's legitimate. (laughs)
1: Absolutely,
2: because this
0: whole situation's fucking nuts. I mean, he only found out
2: he had a kid because the X Men literally dropped out of the sky in this woman's backyard, yeah, and they pissed her off so bad. And
0: she's like, "I need you to pick them up and leave." By the way, you have a child with me, but he might be dead. But I can't tell you more. Bye. Bye. And it's like, what? (laughs)
3: Like,
0: is he dead or not? Why can't you tell him that information? Like, that's so shitty. Like, telling him that he has a son, but then also being like, he may or may not be dead. I have to go. Stop bothering me. I can't. I don't know. It's anyway, it's great writing because it makes you hate her. Yeah,
2: this is definitely (laughs) Moira. Like, this is the moment where you're like, oh, I get it now. This is Moira.
0: Where I'm like, oh, this is Proteus slash Legion combination character of some kind. Like, yeah, I
1: was going to say, Proteus is not Xavier's kid. Right, right, right.
0: But it's kind of similar in structure because you're like, clearly she's hiding... Something here, yeah. like this child is being hidden, which is very Proteus, and the Legion part is just you know Xavier being involved with it and also not knowing about his 100%. kid. One hundred percent, yeah. But it's it's good. I mean, it's kind of it's a good combination of a couple plot lines, and also they just make them Japanese characters because why not? And that's fun too. So then we go back to Logan, Hank, and Aurora trying to <laughs> unencase the Blackbird from its cum prison. Logan is just kicking. Logan Logan's ice. just kicking it.
1: <laughs> he's like licking it and kicking it, and he's like. I don't know. Tastes good, though.
0: <laughs> and Hank is like, don't waste your time. Like, what are you doing right now? And somehow Logan <laughs> is kicking the ice so hard that it causes an avalanche, I
1: guess. But it's not. It's not. Because they... they okay, so it looks like an avalanche is starting because he kicked it so hard. And they're like, great, Logan. You started an avalanche. <laughs> and, this,
2: <laughs> and look, an avalanche is coming. Yeah, Aurora coming. says that. And it's Aurora so And Aurora is... Not, uh, she's not scared. She's annoyed. She's like... Yes. Uh
1: <laughs> well I kind of feel like <laughs> they sorry. know it they spent a long time looking at this snowball that's barreling towards them for a really long time. They're like, Great. Now snow's gonna hit us. Thanks, <laughs> now Logan. We're dive like, it, they of don't tons move. Snow. At Thanks, all. Logan. They're just, they're just standing there watching it and like having continuing the conversation. They're like, Yeah, Logan, good job. And Logan's like, I don't know, maybe it's not one. And they're just standing there watching the snowball. I, I thought this was
0: hilarious. Especially because then in the really background, funny. Hank goes, That snowball certainly does have a peculiar look about it, which is like, why does he have time to see what? it? (laughs) It's hilarious.
2: To to be fair, you're not going to outrun an avalanche. No no. Like right. if if you're If it's that close to you You just should start Saying your prayers At that point like, Right <laughs>
0: Or start saying Sarcastic things to Logan If you're Aurora And you're annoyed By the situation Which honestly Probably also what I would do
1: Beast and Aurora well, Aurora could just fly away Beast is really the only one Who's fucked there Because Logan could get Buried in snow And not die and Nothing so. would happen I feel like right? Beast
0: probably Would also be fine He's covered in fur He could just dig himself out Oh that's
2: a good point Specifically he does Actually literally Get on top of the plane Yes
0: At the end of this scene they all stand on top of the blackbird and escape that way, which is funny. It's
2: not even the only avalanche. There's multiple avalanches. Yeah, there's two to the avalanches.
1: Because Logan's like, you know what? I don't like the looks of that snowball. So he runs over and punches the snowball, but which the snowball and punches him. He literally like,
2: says it, and then I'm like, what? You don't
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> but then it works. <laughs> It works. It
2: does, because inside
1: is, like, this yellow man... Yeah, called ...whose Ratch. name is Rat, and this other beautiful Bishonin, yes. who looks like gorgeous George crossed over with Sephiroth, yep. is now there, and his name is March, and March is the gayest part of this show now. <laughs> I know. It's pretty intense. It is so much, and I, I was know. like, well... Okay. We don't. Even, this is like one hundred percent what queer coding is all about, right here, is in this character. He's got like long, gorgeous hair. He's smiling. He looks very femme, and he's it's
0: like flirty
1: voice. when he talks. Yeah, he's yeah. like I such a like,
0: charming country. Japan. Do you guys want to go on a date he's, later? Yeah, he's like
1: limp wristed <laughs> and like wearing. Yeah, like, he's
0: wearing a huge cloak, but you know, it's not pants. I'll tell you that much.
1: No, well, <laughs> so. it looks it looks like a like a fitted coat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, he's gay. He's really gay. I guess you could say maybe too. So, both these characters are made up for this TV show because what we're, we're about to be revealed is like, they're like, oh, it's the rest of the Hellfire Club. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess these characters from Castlevania run the Hellfire Club alongside Mastermind. Well, and Emma's
2: Emma's decision to leave makes so much more sense now, right? Like, can you imagine spending your your work time with these Jokers and Mastermind? (laughs)
0: Absolutely not. No thanks. So
2: I will point out that in
1: that flashback episode where Emma was explaining what happened to her, That We saw the shadows of these two characters, but there was a third one. So, Todd, is there like another
2: one that we're going to be introduced to? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Between now and the end of the series, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure this is the last episode where they- Oh, wait, no. Was the
1: third one sublime? Was that who it was supposed to be?
2: The third one is like a big hulking guy, though, right? Like off in the the corner of that funeral, the funeral scene, when Emma is looking back in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll go back and look. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that, and I said this in Slack, I'm like, brace yourselves. Like, there are a lot of new characters in this episode, but I'm pretty sure this is the last episode where they introduce any, between now and the end of the series, where they introduce any, like, very serious characters. Well, do we have to figure out who this boy is, right? So there's still him.
0: Well, that's true. Takeo.
2: I, I guess I was counting him because they introduced him technically in this episode. Like, you know who he is. They do
0: name him. And they
2: name him, but... It's true. You hit details about that guy are yet to come, but like they're not okay, going cool. to It's not like after the snake eats them that like two more <laughs> uh, two more lab assistants are going to pop out of the closet and they're just like Where are the people from Pop Team Epic, right? Like that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. So I don't remember what the conversation was here, but I wrote down that Logan just in the middle of this is like talking about beast using chopsticks. And I don't know
2: why it was when Marsh said, isn't, isn't Japan interesting. And Logan's like, yeah, you should see beast trying to eat with chopsticks. Yeah, yeah, which
3: is like Beast can't use them very
0: well, which is like, well, he's got little kitty paws on this show. He can't use chopsticks.
2: Yeah, he drinks milk. Also, if you were not raised in Japan, you know, or other nations where chopsticks are common usage, like they're actually pretty fucking difficult to learn how to use as an adult. For the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, I jumped in and started doing it. I was like a teenager. Maybe, but...
2: maybe like a shit ton of your listeners are judging me right now, but I'm like, look, I spent no, my I time agree. learning a lot of other stuff instead. There was no room in my head for how to use chopsticks. I'm
1: with you, Todd, because I remember when I was a teenager, I remember I wanted to learn because I was like, Kawaii, I'm oh, a Japanese, taco. like boy now. <laughs> you know, so that's exactly what I went through. So I wanted to learn how to use chopsticks, but it took me like months. Yeah. So I guess that's why he's saying that. I didn't hear the beginning of that conversation though so i thought logan was just like radically like insulting beast for no reason I mean, he
0: actually is randomly insulting beast for no reason though even with the context it doesn't make any sense
2: beast just ignores him by the way yeah. he's just like whatever
3: so they get I'm into a, to a fight it, scene I, by now
2: it's just like yeah okay i guess people who are intellectually inferior have to feel better than a better than a person <laughs> for some reason Whatever. Yeah. Fucking Logan. Fine. Well,
1: now Storm powers up, and she's about to electrocute Marsh, and she understand what his powers are he Me like either. spits at them he turns into water apparently he could shapeshift like he evaporates and he's teleporting i'm like what is happening he
2: can shapeshift into water and he can also spit water that explodes for some fucking reason
1: so is this power <laughs> yeah, i don't know why but is this powers that he's literally
2: a marsh like in the middle of the woods i think like, his I don't name know. is just marsh bro like i don't think it's like a clue to his yeah, powers probably. I don't because <laughs> it's not like rats powers really involve rats in any meaningful way i don't i
1: don't even know what rat's powers are either Me like either. he
2: could roll really fast i think rat's power is being yellow he's yellow <laughs> he's gonna roll around he turns into snowballs we're about to
1: reveal that he's got like wolverine blades and his palms Wait, like it's he's
2: small brightly colored and can roll into a ball hmm how did he come up on this show hmm. so he he
1: is we, i guess the closest to yellow would be oh no there is uh fuck what is his name ray the squirrel who's yellow and he can also spin dash just so we all are clear okay. who can spin wow. dash Sorry, and Candy. who can't spin dash <laughs> inside Sonic <laughs> the Also Knuckles is here He dug up out of the snow And he's just like Hey Have any of you Seen the Master Emerald I'm supposed to be guarding it But I lose it In every single game So Where is it guys (laughs) And then a rap song Starts playing While they all Pause to look for it Yeah, (laughs) But his theme song Is so funny It's like They call me Knuckles And I don't chuckle Like that's the actual lyrics This
0: this scene is so pointless By the way Like sorry to this anime But this fight scene Doesn't really advance Anything at all I don't care produces Martian rat and then it it's ends fine. with them it's leaving fine. and the avalanche is still coming and Aurora <laughs> <just laughs> is still just she remains like
2: more annoyed Then upset, which I I love that for her, where she's just like, Avalanche, Yeah, again? We've done this already, guys.
0: (laughs) So they stand on top of the Blackbird in order to avoid it. That's all. That's how that scene ends. I mean, is there anything else in here that you guys want to talk about? Because, I mean, it's a fight scene. And then Marsh leaves. So we go to Yui's underground laboratory where she's opening a fridge full of, I think, test tubes? I don't actually know what she's giving to each of the doctors in this scene. Cause they don't show it to us.
1: I don't know either because they're injecting themselves with whatever it is. It gets explained later.
0: Okay. Well, it's something mysterious is happening here. So she hands something to Jen Sonata who walks away and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, I'd like a little privacy. Cause I'm a villain. And she's like, <laughs> okay, well make sure the Axmen don't see you being all villainy and sexy. Okay. And then she hands something to Rico Nirosaki. Who's the woman. And then Ruichi, who's the guy, the remaining guy, and he gets an injection. And then I was like, are they all getting injections, or just Ruichi? I don't know.
2: No, all three. That's that's what she's doing. She's handing she's each. She's giving them, the, them all injections. Yeah, she's giving them the ample of whatever the thing is that they're supposed to be injecting, and then they put it in that like future space Star Trek injection yeah. gun. And then right. <laughs> right into their arm. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, okay. They all three are getting an injection. It's
2: just a vaccine. Yeah. I mean, well,
0: it does look very similar to Beast's vaccine, actually. Yeah. You can
2: see Jun doing it as he walks out of the room.
0: So she's basically telling him, don't let the X Men see you injecting yourself with something because obviously right. they're going to be like, what's that? What's
2: happening? And then I'll have to lie unconvincingly again. <laughs> <laughs> So then we go
0: back to the living room where Hisako and Emma and Scott are hanging out, and Emma is like, "Are you okay, uh, Hisako? Your hand—you keep rubbing it." And Hisako's like, "This old bruise is hurting." And this is like a classic horror movie scene where she has this like mysterious bruise that suddenly appeared again. It's kind of and, like a
1: burn mark, and she's yeah. like, "I don't know. It's been there. We've just always called it my bruise. We don't know." Which
0: is weird. Very weird. <laughs> Which is such
1: yeah. a
2: weird fucking statement. Like they have a name for it. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, "Yeah, this is my bruise. I've had it since I'm kid. Me and mom called it the bruise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, its name is Bruzy. It's It's bruisy. So
0: creepy. And she's like, so anyway, it's been hurting ever since I got here. And Scott is like, has it ever hurt you like this before? And she's like, no. And Emma's like, maybe it's a reaction to the cold. Also an unconvincing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, great. So this is mystical and creepy as fuck. Yeah, I know, right? I
2: appreciate that Scott, Scott finally fucking wakes up. And just like, huh? That is weird. Like, yes, <laughs> that hasn't before, right?
0: Um. So Hisako stands up to leave, and she's like, "I'll go find Doctor Sasaki and see if she's got something I can put on it." She's
2: like, "I'll
1: go get a bandage," which that's not going to
0: help at all. And Scott is like, "Hisako, wait, don't leave. We'll just call okay. her on the intercom."
1: Emma is so funny. She goes, "Oh, don't worry. She's not going to fall into a snowbank." And I thought that was really funny. And I was <laughs> it like, is I love <laughs> "We're Emma not going to lose
2: Hisako in a pile of diamond cum like we did Aurora Logan, <laughs> and Hay." <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the Blackbird. And the Blackbird. Um, meanwhile, Hisako's already left, like, completely ignoring Scott, which is also very funny. Yeah, nobody
1: <laughs> on this team listens to him. I
0: know. It's kind of logical, given how he's been behaving, honestly. Right. Um, so Emma's like, anyway, I'd rather she left, because there's something I need to ask you. Something personal. <laughs> um, then we take a little quick break from this scene to watch Xavier do the thing we've already described him doing 60 times, which is sit at a computer and... Uh, clear the X jet for autopilot takeoff and then stop that and leave because clearly he's going to board the jet himself. Um, and then we go back to Scott and Emma and Scott is like, you want me to read your mind, which I, I feel like maybe I wrote this line down wrong because I think she reads his mind.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think he says you want, You want to read my mind? Yeah, I don't know. But that's... I mean, that's what happens. She
1: does, like, give a whole monologue about how she may be able to give him closure.
2: Yes, yes. Emma's,
1: like, also you know, both Hisako and Logan, your boyfriend, asked if you could do this. Scott's like, they can fuck off! I was like, (laughs) oh my god.
0: And Emma's like, well, they care about you, dumbass, so maybe you should actually
1: do (laughs) this. For some
2: fucking reason. Yeah, right? And she's like, also,
1: you can't be the leader of the team while you're carrying around all this baggage. Like, they told me that you keep freezing up in battle, and people almost die, and you yep. have like the ability to like blow things up by looking at them, and you're too busy like crying. So, how many people are gonna die until you like deal with your <laughs> yeah, shit? Yeah, because basically? of your
0: untreated PTSD that you obviously have and refusing to treat, which is extremely dangerous to other people around you because we're constantly in literal battle, like life or death situation. Yeah,
1: it's like what are, what's going on? And he's like, ah, you know. So. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? I know, right? Uh, But we're not going to get an answer to that.
0: So then we go back to Logan and Beast and Storm, and they're walking back from the Blackbird. They're walking back to the cabin, I guess. I don't know. They're just wandering around.
2: And then there's a third avalanche that chases them around like it's a (laughs) Scooby-Doo cartoon.
0: Yeah, that's just in the background.
2: And
1: then they, like, unmask the avalanche, and it's, like, Dr. Sasaki. (laughs) Mr.
2: Jenkins... (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> mr sinister what are you doing
2: <laughs> i've gotten away with it too if it worked for you mutants oh my okay, god sorry.
0: yeah um Curry. so logan says something stinks about this whole setup literally the sasaki dame supposedly introduced us to her entire staff right there's definitely somebody else i there. love that he calls her dame that's great
3: <laughs>
2: and logan's like
0: i can smell somebody else is there and Aurora's like plus the way she's acted ever since we showed up like she can't wait to get rid of us. Yeah, right.
2: Spoiler alert, she can't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: this conversation's funny because they're just listing off every obvious reason why Yui Sasaki is a supervillain. they're like uh okay also her lab is located at the heart of all these recent disturbances and mutant activity and she says she doesn't know anything about it also there's the fucking telepathic dead zone and like all the millions of dead fish we found also
1: like these two characters just showed up and tried to kill us you know yeah
0: and Beast is like this is why I had Scott and Emma stay behind because I was suspicious of all of this and Logan is like huh Okay, I guess that it's like funny (laughs) that they're like only now coming around that.
1: Okay, this whole show has been Beast quietly managing this entire mission everything from behind the scenes yes
0: like he's kind of the shadow leader right he's
1: putting on the google glasses figuring out how to feed all the characters and like yep. he's at home doing research he comes up with the cure like beast is doing everything <laughs> he
2: invents this mutant vaccine literally in like an hour yeah and mm-hmm. beast is the one calling
1: xavier being like okay so we found this this is what yeah. we're working on and like
0: can you send us another jet blah blah right. like yeah you're right beast is kind of the secret leader of the team right now Except and Scott that, that's is like secret. i don't know everything seems fine here here. I don't see I what the issue is What's Let's just go home? I'm gonna,
2: Okay, I'm gonna, make a, I'm gonna make an argument do, 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 do. That the show probably has not Earned What was that, Ryan?
0: Yeah, why, Ryan, <laughs> why are you no! singing?
2: <laughs> I couldn't even finish the sentence I had to know. I got ahead is- of myself I started singing
1: Final Fantasy music Cause like, one of the upcoming scenes Is like, done in the final pit. <laughs> But like, I I wasn't supposed to do it online. <laughs> I heard the music in my
2: head. The Patreon blooper reel of this show is gonna be so intense. Okay. This isn't
1: even a blooper reel. This is just in yeah, here.
2: I'm leaving it in now. Here is my here is my theory is that Beast Hank is like, okay, look, when it comes to organizing things and intellectually handling shit, I clearly have a handle on that, and Scott definitely doesn't. But like at his best. Because Hank is a nice guy At his best he's like Scott is much better at like Emotionally leading the team Right like at Mm -hmm. being the center And giving orders in In battle and knowing what people are capable of And all that other good like synergistic leadership Right so he's just like So I'm just gonna kinda Handle shit but I'm also maybe gonna Say to Emma could you fucking fix his brain so that he could actually do some of the fucking work. Yeah, pretty much. And that's how we get this scene where Emma's like, yeah, I can see the usefulness. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yes, I can do that for you, Hank, which is how we get to where we are today. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, this is Emma reading Scott's mind, which it's kind of interesting how they depict telepathic abilities on this show because it's kind of creepy every time somebody enters somebody else's head Or oh, that like
2: red horror movie and there's, stuff, like static, with, like, the... VCR static. Yeah.
0: It's very creepy. And there's like screeching noises. I love how
2: telepathy is just the ring in the show, basically. I kind of. <laughs> is. It
0: kind it of is, especially with the creepy kid who won't turn around. I mean, that shit is... Really creepy.
1: I do love that Emma's the one doing this again. He she did this in Wolverine the X Men. She's like, all mm-hmm. right, let's deal with your trauma in we the actual that scene in Wolverine comic the books. X-Men, the reason though. why they started having that affair is because she was doing like the mental
2: therapy on him because Gene mm-hmm. wouldn't. Because they were brain fucking before they started like really fucking. Right. That's a sentence I said as an adult. Well, you know, it's it's yeah, <laughs> it's accurate though.
0: It happens. But in it's the true. current <laughs>
1: run of Krakoa, it's I love that they recently were like you know whenever they are resurrected, one of the psychics has to like put their brain back into their new body or whatever. And for Scott, it's always Emma. At one point Havoc's like, so is G going to bring you back? And Scott's like, oh no, it's Emma every single time. And Havoc was like, what? And Scott's like, listen, she just is the only person I really trust in my brain. And Havoc's like, um... I'm just not even going to touch this with a 10-foot pull, so <laughs> I'm going to go fuck your ex-wife is a clone of Jean Grey. Bye. Hey,
2: yeah. sh- shout out to Alex, though, who's just like, let me get this straight. You don't trust <laughs> your wife to bring you back from death, but yeah, right? you do trust your side piece to bring you <laughs> back from death. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Scott's yeah. like, yeah, why is
2: that weird? And Alex is like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm done. You know I'm what? I'm out of the
1: room. <laughs> me fucking a clone of your wife is, like, less crazy than less this less shit. Less <laughs> insane
0: <laughs> than what you just said to me. <laughs> Less of a con- cause for concern. Uh, so Emma sees a romantic scene between Gene and Scott that we've already seen before and that we Thousand are going to be forced times. to watch yet again in this episode where Gene and Scott are sitting on a hilltop together watching the stars. This at is night. the song
1: I was trying to say that, that from Final Fantasy. Yes. That goes, oh, that,
3: like the... I don't know stuff. what it's called. You know,
0: start screen song. Yeah, Backstage.
1: I don't know what it's actually called. I was trying to find it, but like every Final Fantasy game has like a different theme song except for that. But I don't know. It's like... I think the, it's literally just called Prelude in pretty much everything. Yeah, I think it is
0: called Prelude. That's right. I was right. going to
1: say it was the same song in Kingdom Hearts, except it's not. That's why like, this would also fit, though, if they were just look at the stars, James Gunn, it's like... da dun, 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 dun. Oh, um, Dearly yeah. Beloved.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Just I'd in case anybody know. listening to the show that would want to know Kingdom Hearts well, music, <laughs> who almost I, certainly knows the name of that song by heart anyway, was like, oh, I want to go listen to the song he's talking
1: I feel like I gotta go back to episode one of the Mutant Ages and listen to all the episodes and see all the songs that we reference on here and create a Spotify playlist that's like the Mutant it's gonna
2: Ages. It's three
0: songs. It's just like simple and clean. <laughs> it's simple and clean prelude. dearly beloved. That's it. Okay.
2: It's Fine. nothing. It.
0: Just the same songs over and over again.
2: No, every time I'm on the show I so- I somehow seem to mention Careless Whisper. So that's gotta go on there.
0: That's true. That that does get mentioned. Which
2: one's a lot.
0: that one? I
1: thought fun. I thought it was the one that Maddie always does where she Maddie's always like, ha ha. ha. Oh,
0: that's <gasps> that's the other Kingdom Hearts song. sanctuary. Sanctuary.
1: Okay, yeah. well, okay. Apparently, we only listen to the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack here at the Mutant Ages. All right, only thanks,
0: Kingdom guys. Hearts and eighties pop
2: hits. Kingdom Hearts and George Michael. Like, that's who did? Carol's oh my Whisper, God. Right now,
0: mm, you could be right. Who
2: did? Still Collins Whisper? could have been,
0: but it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how was George Michael. Like I was right. Like-
2: that song is too gay for it not to have been George Michael. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway,
1: inside Scott's brain, the music is still playing. <laughs> Any number of songs we just listed could be playing while Emma and Scott are looking at the scars or whatever. It's
0: not Emma and Scott. It's Gene and Scott. But I can't oh, sorry, blame Jean you for and being Scott. Confused. well confused. Okay,
1: Emma is there, by the way. Emma now. is there so in like she's just,
0: she's just standing in there the watching, watching <laughs> which is so weird yeah, I mean that's kind of how they show these things okay, I guess like. this is also
1: like what they did in WandaVision when fucking uh Agatha was just standing in the background of like all of Wanda's trauma she's like what's this shit now and Wanda's like,
2: yeah, it's I, like... I don't even know <laughs> actually like... they did do this in when um Xavier was going through Emma's history right mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. and Emma were kind of off to the side watching what was happening yeah, it was cool. I, yeah liked
1: it. I liked that um, so anyway, that's what's happening, and then we see that scene again where like Jean's being controlled and going Dark Phoenix, and Scott sees yep. Emma again, and he's like, "See, I did see you." And I was like, "All right." In
2: her defense, when they talk about this later, Emma's like, "You know what?" I get it. Yeah.
0: She was she's like, just "That just was like, pretty you know, In your up. place, I probably
2: would have thought it was me too.
0: Yeah, because it re- it's her. I mean, visually, it,
2: it is her. Visually, right? yeah, visually, exactly. it is
0: her, but it is not. Well,
1: except her. her. She's evil. Her eyes are black, and she's smiling crazily. So yeah,
0: but it's her. You know, that's a you know, okay. whatever. She's evil. You know sometimes. what?
1: Have you ever seen Emma Frost smile? Like I feel like she doesn't. Like if she smiled at you, that would be the scariest shit
2: on the planet. I
0: think <laughs> she doesn't smile to show her teeth.
2: She has smiled at Hisako on this show. She smirks. She. Oh yeah, no, She smiles. Yeah. When she smiles, it's either completely closed-lipped or open mouth, but no teeth visible. yes yeah. Yes.
1: Absolutely. If you ever even lucky to get that, she's fucking Patsy from Abfab. <laughs> I. But although I, I don't think I think Patsy can't smile. Like she's had too much uh, work too much botox
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, emma's too much diamond to smile that's
1: That's what it is diamonds are a girl's best friend so scott's now standing in the rain in front of jeans they're both standing there it's like scott looking himself we're
2: back to the junkyard of grieving right
1: the fucking pendant is there and they're both like haven't washed themselves it's raining and scott's like wait who are you and Scott's like who do you think I am and shoots him and like that causes Emma to like jump out of Scott's brain and be like Jesus Christ and Scott
0: <laughs> yeah, it's basically like Scott committing suicide is essentially the scene
1: I know and like meanwhile Scott uh, Emma looks over Scott who is full sobbing. on sobbing full on
0: sobbing drooling over himself that level of sobbing
1: Emma's like Jesus dude
2: Like <laughs> I appreciate that like when Scott says who are you and the other the other Scott says who do you think there is zero break between him finishing the (laughs) sentence and just obliterating Scott with an eye laser it was super crazy he instantly goes who do you think you dumb bitch (laughs)
0: Wildly dark, <laughs> and it kind of makes sense to have that smash cut into Scott sobbing all over himself because it's like, oh my god, what is Such happening? Such a dark
1: scene. Shouldn't have been so funny.
2: Talk <laughs> I know, right? It's just it like, funny oh though. my god, this is so like intense visual language. for Scott's trauma, and we finished it We're like, what is happening? Meanwhile, yeah. Armor's just like wandering around the
1: lab, but that doesn't amount to anything. I think it's because she's gonna find Dr. Sasaki later, but like yeah. right now, she's just wandering right. around. She's
0: just wandering around alone. It's Scary. We're, she's wandering around this like 10,000 floor lab that yes. she's got. She like, like, doesn't
1: even know where she is. Like fucking and she's
2: GLaDOS like, is um, there.
0: um, Dr. Sasaki? And for
2: once, <laughs> for once, Yui wasn't trying to be weird. She was just like, use the intercom because there's like 7,000 floors in this place. And if you just come try to find me, we're never going to hear from you again.
1: They, Dr. Sasaki is responsible for the back rooms and you'll just get lost there for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's
0: actually <laughs> what's going to be revealed in the back rooms with the adaptation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Um, right. It's connected to the X-Men. Then we get,
0: like, I guess a time jump where Scott isn't sobbing as much anymore, and Emma's like, so are you feeling better? And Scott just goes, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) And Emma goes, that person you saw with Jean just before she died, I can understand why you thought it was me.
1: It looked like me.
0: Yeah. And Scott is like, in my head, that other me, why did he attack? This is so Kingdom Hearts, by the way. Anyway. It really
1: yeah. is. I fuck, I mean, this is anime to a T. It's
2: the darkness in your heart, Riku. It I mean, is, Scott.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's your nobody, Scott. Um, so- <laughs>
2: Jesus, oh oh, I we Scott was taking the names Scott and Adam yeah. and X yeah, and trying to it? figure out what his oh, I, is. I, I was like, you
1: cannot say that, Maddie, and make us not. We spent I'm all so of Disney sorry. doing this, where Maddie and I were remixing all of our friends' names into nobody names. Like Katie, for the record, was going to kill us. We were at mm-hmm. Epcot, just like remixing all of our names, and we're like, Katie, what's your name? And Katie's like, I don't want to like ever speak to either of you ever again at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you add an X into Scott, it can spell toxic. So it's got to be that because I don't know where the other T goes, but that's just fun, you know. Toxic, toxic. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, I had, I had tox cuts, but uh...
0: that works better. Tox cuts.
2: Talks it cuts. sounds
0: like a cat name. <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> Look, I attempted to do this with both of the names that I go by once, and with Todd T O D D, it's extremely difficult.
0: Oh yeah, because for the same reason as Scott, where there's the two T's at the end, it's like, what are you going to do with the two when D's? There's
2: two T's, right? But with Fox, it's extremely funny.
0: Yeah, because it's like there's because already because my X.
2: organization thirteen nobody is just a porn star because it's Fox with two X's on the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Or oh, it's
1: thought,
2: like, I thought it was going to be. That, I, I was like, I was like, Zophix. <laughs> Zox. Is, see, I either sound like a porn star or a sound effect. This is why I will never be a Kingdom Hearts protagonist. So sad.
1: It's like, organization 13 is literally like Orgy 13. Like, they are all porn stars. So that's why, that's where we belong, honestly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, you can't have. That would be like calling Sora Sorax. Well, you don't call him Sorax. You call him Roxas, thank you very much. Roxas. That's my point. I can't a that shit. Like who's gonna look at Alucard and go, well, clearly that's not Dracula. I mean
0: it's hard when <laughs> it's hard when your name only has one vowel in it, is really what you're saying. I
2: think Maddie would be extremely difficult. Ryan is fairly it's not easy. That bad. You could have like Nerix. Maddie
0: has two the same two vowels in it that Ryan has, A and Y.
2: Oh, I guess why Maddie already came counts, up with a good yeah. one
1: at Epcot. She was like you're Rick snar or something. Yeah, like you've got that. two
2: vowels, but we, you've got two Ds though too. You've got <laughs> you've got double D's, Maddie. Those are difficult. Yeah,
0: I actually don't, though. So that's the thing about that.
2: Um,
1: anyway. Guys, I'm can we so finish sorry. the episode? When you walk away. I usually just let you
0: guys go at this point, because I'm like, maybe eventually they'll get tired and we'll get back <laughs> to talking about the scene, but, you know, you never get tired is the thing. Man, If uh, Todd and
1: I had an individual podcast with just us, we would never get through. Nothing would yeah. happen on it, I don't think. Would just be screaming. But nobody
2: would ever hear it, because who's going to be able to edit it? Me. It's me. I <laughs> (laughs) would do it
0: (laughs) oh my god all right so scott asks why the other version of himself attacked and emma says that was your subconscious the part of you that still blames itself for not having been able to save her
1: that's the part of you that wants to kill yourself
0: yes and still blames himself makes sense and scott is like save her I don't know how to go on without her and just goes on and on about that. I'm not going to read yeah, it all.
1: Oh my God, Scott's like, I, I just don't know what who I
0: am without a woman. And I was like,
1: oh my God, Scott. <laughs> yeah.
0: And Emma's like, you need to move on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Build really. And, and she says that. It. In a variety of ways, and she's basically like, "You need to fucking focus. Like, we need to work on Xavier's mission right now? to like protect mutants and focus on the future and people who are still alive and can be saved, as opposed to Jean."
1: I mean, I do like that Emma says something along the lines of, "Like, face it, the world didn't stop when Jean died, and plenty of people still need yes. your help." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She says that too. Um, and then, but Scott isn't even listening because he's like still having a flashback to, Jean, uh, to Jean, being Jean like, look at the stars.
1: Okay, I wrote down, there's a huge monologue from Jean here. Maddie probably wrote it down.
0: I did write it down, but I, it's not important. It's well, just her being like, what if I were an intergalactic, all-powerful star? Band? That'd be cool,
3: <laughs> yeah, right? I
1: mean, she's like, she is literally on point being like, imagine just being able to fly around in the sky, in the stars and go anywhere in the universe and like have fire powers.
0: anyway let's make out
1: (laughs) and then it comes back and Uh, Scott goes to Emma and he's like don't tell anyone this but I think you're kind (laughs) of (laughs) hot
0: and Emma just stares at him for like a beat (laughs) and then slowly does a like closed mouth smile (laughs) and then we get the final scene of the episode which is crazy it is crazy. It's what's Yui happening. Sasaki walking out of a room, and then there's like a weird hissing noise, and we see like an upside down shot, like somebody's on the ceiling looking at her upside down. We're like in a
1: bat vision right now. Like- <laughs>
0: yeah, we see Batman vision, detective mode, and it's like red. And yeah. I interpreted this as a snake on a ceiling attacking her, because then she <laughs> screams and is like, ah, what is uh, that? And there's like a smash it's a horror cut to the movie. Credits.
2: It's what's happening.
0: But <laughs> it's probably like- not a snake, because Todd won't tell us what it is, but... It's a snake. I
2: Okay, I want to point out what I also said was, I hope you refer to it as the snake for the rest of the show.
0: I will be doing that. Good. I'll try.
2: Good. It's going to be like Fine. a werewolf. Good.
0: Is this snake in any way related to the cum monster that ate the blackbird?
2: Do you actually want me to answer that question?
0: I mean, I guess I don't because I... I'm enjoying the show and I guess don't spoil it, but you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, that is wait, a question I have. This one is a freebie. It isn't actually.
0: Okay. 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 Fair enough.
2: Okay. Good but you will find out, but because of it, you will find out some stuff about the, the, the come snow diamond thing.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: So, okay. But who's ghost face? Like who's ghost face in this world? Knuckles.
0: Knuckles, yeah. Oh, it is knuckles. I was You're say right. the same thing. Have
2: you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? No. I've never seen them right. in the same
0: place at the same time. <laughs> knuckles and Ghostface are never in the same Man. media.
2: You know what? Maybe Knuckles needs to be in Mutant Ages,
1: the comic book, like, as a mainstay. Just annoying Katie.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay, how do we rate the episode? (laughs) Why
1: are you
2: going to play with your life that way, bro?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I've been playing with my life that way. Katie has not killed me, although I... Yeah,
2: and the sun hasn't exploded yet either, but it's (laughs) going (laughs) to happen Sunday.
1: The amount of times when we were teenagers and I would do this stupid shit and Katie would just, like, kick me in the balls, I'm surprised I still have balls. Do
0: you have any semen left? Who can say? I don't know. Yeah,
1: well... Yes, but...
0: Well, so then I guess you can... You're still... It's still working down there.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess. Um, I'm going to give this a four. I really enjoyed the episode. Really? I did feel like the fight scene with Rat and Marsh was a little bit unnecessary, but that's why I'm giving it a four. Are you going to give it a five, Ryan? Yeah,
1: and finally, I'm going to give it a five out of five because I felt that the pacing of this episode was excellent across the board. I felt like it... like It, it handles a lot of different plot points in a way that would be kind of catastrophic on a show like Wolverine the X-Men but it like oh, sure. manages to do it very well like there's three different plots going on we have all these points of the mystery they're like connecting and there's like an ABC plot happening in this I just felt like it was really like well laid out and the dialogue was really good and I like that it just like it covers a lot of ground in 20 minutes in a way that doesn't make me feel overwhelmed and I thought that was mm-hmm. really awesome and yeah maybe the fight scene didn't need to be there but like they needed to do something with those characters.
0: It's my only ding. I mean, I'm still giving it a four. I loved it. I but it I feel great. like
1: I feel like they needed those there to introduce those characters to be like, okay, clearly the Hellfire Club is involved with this. And they're trying to deter the X-Men from whatever the fuck is happening here. Like, Mastermind's like, okay, can you, like, go fuck around and distract these guys while I, like, sneak around in the background kind of deal?
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild how much this show is doing what Wolverine and the X Men could not do, which That's is what like establishing a mystery right away. Jean is missing slash dead. Where is she the whole time? The Hellfire Club is involved, but we don't know how or why. Emma shows up; she's suspicious. Yeah. what's the deal? Like every single plot point is actually the same, but they achieve it in, in like twelve episodes and actually have a mystery. Right.
1: And like it's like calm, and I love that it's like a horror mystery, and it kind of has yeah. something for everybody. You know, like I, I really enjoyed this a lot more than the last episode where I felt like, I'm like, it still was good. And I was like, I don't know. It's like have kind of a three out of four. Cause I feel like it was so slow. Whereas this, I mm-hmm. don't feel that way. I felt like the pacing was just like perfect. So
0: yeah, it was great. Um, Todd, I know you refuse to rate episodes, but, uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I can
2: rate them if you want. I just don't, it's your show. What would be the point of me rating them? I rate the movies. If you go back and listen to the movies, I've rated the movies. You do
0: rate the movies. It's like a Half
2: ratings when you had gotten rid of them for like a year. And then I was like, no, I'm going to fuck up the whole thing. Bring back <laughs> yeah, You
0: can do whatever you want. I mean, I,
3: I I Live know. your best whatever. life, Todd,
2: you know? I, I, I will say this though about this show is that I actually think, cause this is my second time watching it. Mm-hmm. I actually think it's a show that benefits going back and watching it again.
0: I bet. After a yeah. while,
2: once you know everything that's part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Because like stuff stuff that you guys are seeing, and this sounds like I'm making fun of you, I'm sorry. But like you guys are seeing things and going, huh, I wonder what the fucking deal with this is, right? Like right, the, the right, show right. is setting up all of the mystery. But I get to, as I'm watching it again with you, go, Oh, this is the foreshadowing for that right like this thing that makes no fucking sense when you've seen the episode and you've never seen the rest of the show you go back and you're like oh this is happening because of this this is happening Mm -hmm. because of this right which like it's that rare situation where i don't think i think being spoiled it's why i'm trying so hard not to like say anything about things that are going to happen because i think not being spoiled is actually worth it In in terms of this show. I agree. Which,
0: for a mystery, it definitely is. And this is a mystery, and I love it. This is one...
1: I mean, I I could easily Google and find out what happens, but I don't want to. mm -hmm. I mean, I'll do that with so many other things, unless I feel like I'm in it to actually know. Like, I talked about this last week, Todd, but you haven't heard the episode yet, because it's going to release right after this, but, like, after we record. Uh, But I was talking about how I'm watching the Scream TV show, which came out, like, six years ago, and, like, I somehow hadn't seen it, and I, I wasn't spoiled on it, so I don't know... Who turns out to be Ghostface? Well, I know in season one now, but like, I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm already yeah, in it, and i be enjoying like, mystery, like, right? Exactly. Which, like, I think this is the only time I don't ever want to be spoiled, unless it's like stressing me out, and I want to know. I'm like, I I can't exist without knowing. Well,
2: that's that's the other thing, right? Is that the show is only twelve episodes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it does. It, you know, if it's making you tense to not know, that is, that's kind of by design, right? But also, okay. like, you don't have to wait. Not, like, fucking lost.
0: Or even, like, Wolverine and the X-Men, where it took us so long to find out why the mansion blew up. It was annoying by the time we found out. It was, like, boring.
2: Okay,
1: remember Battlestar Galactica when we spent five seasons Uh, with it. It's like, uh, who are the 12 Cylons?
2: And it was, like, uh, drawn out for so long. That show had such good performances and didn't deserve it.
0: I know. The first couple (laughs) seasons are so good, but it's, like, it just... It just wore out its welcome so hard.
1: I know. I think it's where like whatever that writers' strike happened, they just didn't like totally recover from that because that's when the rift happens. Did
2: those overlap? Yeah. I think they had a problem. I think they have. They had the problem that happened to Lost, really. Yes. Is that yep. like they had a nice tight couple of seasons planned? And then the, the network was like, "Holy shit! This show's super popular. You need to make like three more seasons." And the writers are like, "Uh, there's a polar bear, <laughs> right?" Like they just had to think shit up because they hadn't like they had planned on the show being like a nice tight you know one or two seasons, and then suddenly yeah. they're like, "No, you need like you need like four Seven. or five more of these. You're making <laughs> us a ton of money." And the writers are literally just throwing a dart at that point, like uh, yeah. and being like, so- "Uh,
0: that desk is a Cylon." Uh. <laughs>
1: the desk transformer like actually
2: i'm a decepticum you know, like, oh my god i would pay <laughs> such good money for that like adama's desk just turned literally turns into sound wave from the old transformers
0: cartoon it may as well be how that show ends so much crazy shit starts happening on that show it's so it gets boring
1: i never saw the end of that show because we got to this final season with my ex at the time and he made me watch all the way to like the last four episodes away from finishing, and my ex was like, he maybe watched watch the whole show, by the way. And mm-hmm. he was like, we're not going to finish it, because nothing after this matters. And he turned it off and, like, hid the DVDs. And I was like, what the
2: fuck is this? <laughs> Ryan, every I new know. fact I find out about this guy makes me wonder <laughs> why you didn't kill him.
3: <laughs>
2: he he well, kind of sounds the a little thing. crazy, my dude. I
1: like, feel like I've only <laughs> dated crazy people, so, like, there's that. Wolverine.
2: He has a
0: type. I mean, folks... Anyway, do we want to talk about who's gay before oh, yeah. we before we wrap it up?
3: The X-Men are
0: a metaphor for
3: a lot of things. And one of those things is being gay. But sometimes it goes beyond symbolic. When the X-Men get the But
1: which X-Men is the gayest today? Um, it's me.
0: I guess the answer is
3: Yeah, me, Marsh. Yeah. Oh
1: well, I'm saying it's me because okay, listeners, I name myself Marsh in the fucking Zencaster that we record in. Yeah, but Ryan's
0: yeah. Ryan's handle is Marsh currently, but it is Marsh. Okay,
1: I love Marsh. I mean, I already I don't feel like I need to go into the reasons why he's a queer coded character yeah, we because I already did, did that. But like, I'm EF. a little obsessed with him. He kind of looks like a Castlevania character or somebody that should be in Guilty Gear. I don't. Yep. know. I no. Mean, he really
2: he really does have that Guilty Gear aura. Now that you say that, doesn't
1: he? He kind of. Like, like he's he, he literal not only does he have all these like uh, gay stereotypes of being like like feminine lip-wristed long-haired like sexy sultry uh, like hits on mm-hmm. everything he also has the power to spit and turn into cum so like that yeah. is also that explodes like not, I, I never want no to exaggeration. forget that, that, come, come that it
2: explodes like that yeah. and
1: also
0: like when he turns into cum Beast has a line where he's like I his shape-shifting is really good and it's like <laughs> Why is that line there? Yeah, he's
2: gender fluid. He can shape shift. Like yeah. <laughs> his gender colon fluid. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot see the finger guns I'm making, but I promise pew, pew. you they're being made. I believe you.
0: Um, I also wanted to give a shout-out to the fact that Logan apparently went to Emma and was like, can you do therapy on Scott? Yeah.
1: Because I just <laughs> fixed
0: my
2: I... boyfriend.
1: Yeah. Just like, I love it when there's points where look, it's like there's times when Logan is more stable than Scott is, and Logan is, like, the most unstable X-Men character.
0: Yeah, but on this show, he's kind of doing okay compared to Scott, who's really fucked up right now. The, like, you know? the
2: fact that Logan is so messed up is why he's such a good canary for the coal mine.
0: Right. right. right.
2: Like, if Logan looks at you and goes, that boy is f- fucked like then you know you have a problem and you need to get that shit addressed right now Mm -hmm. yeah it's
0: great it's also something that wolverine and the X men couldn't do with logan because he was having to lead the team which was like so boring and stupid and this version of logan is like wow scott's pretty fucked up Anyways, I'm going to go, like, kick some ice and, like, cause problems because I'm not the leader. And, like, that just makes way more sense for Logan, you know? Like, fucking around, doing one-liners, riding his motorcycle. I
1: love Logan. He's, right, like, he's just doing wheelies in the background.
2: Logan the easygoing muscle bro is actually an extremely fun vision of Logan. I kind of like it. It's great. I love it. It's a
0: really fun version of him. It's very, very enjoyable. And I also like him just being the blunt one, like in the episode with Hisaka, where he was like, yeah, so if you did that in real life, you'd probably just die. You'd be
1: dead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
0: He's just like, he's a fun character in this. Um, Yeah, he cares about Scott, and that's cute to me. I don't know. Those are are the gay characters. And now it's time to talk about MutantAges.com. A website.
1: Science scene.net, everyone.
0: That's true. ScienceScene.net is another way that you can get to our website, which has all kinds of ways that you can contact us. It has our email address on it, the mutinages at gmail.com. It has our Discord server link. Click it. Join the server. Click
1: it. Or ticket. It. it has
0: our voicemail, which is <laughs> 1508-319-1668. And it has our P.O. Box address, which is PO box three three four four Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. And we also are all over social media, everywhere you look, uh, the Mutant Ages, that's us. I am also on there individually. I'm at Mitty Myers. Uh, Todd, you can think about whether or not you want to share yours while Ryan says where he is on social media.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm at Ryan Pachella on Twitter. Ryan.Pachella on Insta. It's also my handle on Twitch. Yo, yo, yo. Um, also, Todd, are you going to tell us? Am I? Are you on uh, the internet? I don't know.
2: Try, try, try at Dr. Todd Harper and see what happens.
0: Yeah, see what happens. That
2: sounded super threatening. <laughs> just like <laughs> try and see what happens. <laughs> try it. See th- what happens. Like
1: you're gonna like fucking go there. It's gonna be like 404 not found. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like see if it loads. <laughs>
2: Error. Honestly,
0: that is true of Twitter.
2: Totally, totally erasing every tweet on that account and just posting a link to a Rick Astley video. Like that's that's <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, I like that song before. I, I got, like that like, song still. I, know. I fucking, still like it. Yeah. I hate that it's a meme, frankly. Same. I don't even understand. I, like I I
2: don't understand how we got into Rick rolling
1: for several uh, years. It's the
2: same it's the same reason that people think April Fool's Day is cool, which is they're idiots.
1: Point <laughs> <laughs> okay. me. All right. So also uh you can find the rickroll on youtube but also the mutant ages mm-hmm. where we have a youtube channel where we play through the x-men video games sometimes we do live streams over there for charities or we're just deciding we're going to read some unpublished screenplays for the x-men movies that never happen which there are like 20 of for some mm-hmm. reason and also we will do other things on there like create parody videos or match up this show with uh the actual animation from the cartoons so you can even go watch Maddie and I react to old movies that we made when we were teenagers um, that are allegedly X-Men parodies but very very lightly so but they're fun you can go do that Uh, that's something you can do and there's other things you could do what are those things Maddie?
0: well you could support us financially well (laughs) Uh, I just feel like that transition didn't quite work for what I was gonna say next, but it's fine.
2: Um you can go to Patreon. <laughs> it was a very like pause rotate presenter chair to camera two yeah, situation.
1: I'm right. <laughs> just talking, and then I go sit down in my seat. Then Maddie gets up and stands in front for everybody. Stacking she... the
2: cards on the desk, turning to the right. Exactly.
1: Somebody turns on the projector slowly. I have a
0: card here that says patreon.com slash the mutant ages. I don't know what that means. Uh my producers are looking at me, and it turns out that you can go to this website you can become a supporter of the Mutant Ages, this very podcast. Uh entirely listener supported. We are it's all a listener a show. And we even pay our guests. So if you love us, if you pay love Todd,
2: guests, go to Patreon.com
0: slash the mutant ages, get bonus episodes, get all that crazy good shit, and our highest tier Patreon supporters Get a shout out on the show.
1: I don't even like, I, are there even voice? Like, what was even in this episode? I'm not going to do any voices, but shout out to Sam B and Soren B for being our top tier patron supporters. Thank you so much. We super appreciate you. Thank you
2: for being our Diamond cum tier supporters. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Diamond Come is a girl's best friend. So, yeah, thank you. And, uh, if and you that's can't why afford... Todd was never
2: on the show again.
0: <laughs> if you can't afford to come Diamonds, <laughs> then we understand. <laughs>
1: Then you can buy a Jo crystal from Mister Sinister. He'll help yeah, you out. But I, I mean,
0: honestly, that's going to cost you a lot of stuff, like your genetic material. I like you are I... going to
2: have to fight a clone of yourself. <laughs> if
0: you can't, if
2: you can't support us financially, you could sell your very soul to Mister Sinister. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But um, if you can't afford to support us, please do leave us a review and or share the show with your friends on your personal social media. That's how people find it, folks. And uh, I don't know. That's it, I guess. Check out check out the anime on YouTube. It's really freaking good. That's right. I, I really hope people are watching it along because this is the most fun we've had in a while. Actually, just enjoying an adaptation. Really digging it. We've watched some shitty movies yeah. and we watched a shitty show.
1: <laughs> well, don't worry because when we finish this, we have to reunite for yet another Ugh. shitty movie because we are gonna do Dark Phoenix before we hop it. into Logan. Why
2: do you keep well, bringing it Well, you're gonna up. have to. Yeah, stop. Ryan, stop. stop it. I'm- I am like
1: just trying to like lessen the blow by reminding Why? you guys, so it's like less. It's not less. Horrible it's more. than I you, have to think about okay, it
2: more. I was gonna say your plan is to lessen the blow. Well, mission <laughs> failed, bro. You, you have mission fucking failed badly. Because now we have to think guys, about it every time. We're gonna time. watch the Dark no, Phoenix stop. movie. No, we don't.
0: I'm just thinking about the fact that after this, we we get to watch the Wolverine anime, which will probably be really fun. Also, because it's the same creative team. So like la 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 la. la I don't don't remember movies <laughs> don't worry about it who cares
1: well, okay i quick question if there was another x-men storyline that could be adapted into an anime like this what would you guys want to see hmm. hmm my my answer is phalanx covenant Krakoa. oh that's a good one yeah
0: i'm just going full house of x powers of x would be really sick as an anime
1: it really would i don't know i i thought it'd
2: be cool to see some like phalanxy shit
0: oh yeah no phalanx covenant would be really cool too i agree i don't
2: i don't read enough of like the actual x-men comics to really like I only know like the really famous old storylines and I'm trying to think of an anime version of God Loves Man Kills and that's like oh, very wow. fucked. That like, I would, I okay, would <laughs> okay, watch the shit out of That show would, would either work. be incredible or extremely damaging to watch. I can't tell which one. I think that
0: would probably be a movie. I feel like that yeah. would work as a movie rather than a show. That
2: would work as an animated movie.
1: I also feel like williams Stryker in that would look like the dude from helsing that's like the priest that also is like trying to fucking murder everyone
2: man
0: they should they should like get the gang back together and make some more x-men anime that's my new thing i want mcu make it happen
1: well anything's possible i mean mean, there are other x-men anime or there's other marvel animes we can watch that are on disney plus that have the x-men in it so maybe we can touch on that at some point not the whole show it's just the ones with the mm x-men
0: I mean I feel like after this I might just check out the Blade anime and stuff because it might be fun to watch, you know. It's fun to watch this. Yeah,
1: the uh, the other one's Iron Man, right?
0: Yeah, I don't care about Iron Man. Sorry. Sorry Tony, but Blade's a fun character. So I think I would probably dig that one.
2: I, I well I bet it's probably okay though. I think I think you're being influenced by Midnight Suns.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I you're right. I just uh,
1: uh, Anyway, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all folks. by <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ the new